That's clickbait and it baited me. But not only did it just bait me, it made me feel shit about myself. So I'm unsubscribing. Marketers' jobs are to get you in and to emotionally twist you so that you become their customer. Hey guys, welcome back to Process the Podcast. My name is Arielle. I am a motion director, social strategist, and host of this podcast, Process. This episode is a little bit different. I'm sitting on a lounge chair in my new apartment and I've got some dot points in front of me that I wrote this afternoon and I've got a camera set up in front of me to record this as a means of like a bit of a vlog, bit of a solo, something or other that I can do with this footage. But essentially, I'm gonna share with you what's been going through my head recently with clutter, declutter, emotionally, mentally, and physically and a bit of like a May reset. I also want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land which this podcast is recorded on and that I live and work on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation um, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I haven't done a petite in a little while, so let's go. This May reset, it's really occurred to me how much clutter emotionally and physically I've like led into my life. And when I say that, I mean... What I found recently is that I am way too overstimulated and there's three facets of this. The first one is what I'm letting into my life by EDMs. EDMs are interesting because I do so much research right for my job. I am in strategy for Kmart, which is a $6 billion business. I help them with their social strategy and I run their TikTok. Now, I am finger on the pulse 24 seven and I take my job really seriously because I wanna do well. And with that comes a little bit of imposter syndrome because I started out in film, not in social, but we're achieving fantastic results. So that imposter syndrome is vanishing as we speak. But the piece of seeing what everybody else is doing, newness, strategy, um, changes on TikTok, how other businesses are showing up. There is so much available out there and marketers especially are putting things out there like seven figure businesses on social media. Why are you not monetizing your channel? Do this, this, this. Oh, you're not doing that? What are you? Pfft. Like they have so much attitude in their like clickbait sales, blah, blah, blah. And it is something that it took me a couple of months to realize smothering me with my own self-doubt, I'll say it like not self-loathing, but the fear of not being good enough, not feeling like I'm doing enough or that I am enough in my own role and making me feel like essentially I'm not enough. And that's really fucked. Like I didn't invite you to do that. I'm protect, I need to protect everything. So this started with me unsubscribing and I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to unsubscribe because what if they put out something amazing or what if I want to look them up again and I can't remember their name, la la la. So basically in Notion, which I use, I started to write a list of everything I was unsubscribing to. I ended up unsubscribing to 50 plus EDM like newsletters. And then as of today, I've done a deeper dive into EDMs of like what I'm letting in. I was in a position mid last year where I was going to look at buying an apartment. Um, I'd had enough savings and stuff like that. And I changed my mind in October to invest my money elsewhere. But all my friends are buying homes. There's a little bit of 
not, I guess, comparison happening. It's not envy, but it's comparison of like what we should be doing to achieve the Australian dream. And when I was in the rental market looking for a rental property, I signed up to all these things and I was like, great, la, la, la. When you, op- when you send them an inquiry email saying that you want to like subscribe, then they opt you in for like literally everything about the business reports of the whole property, blah, blah, blah. I didn't at the time unsubscribe. So I'm getting all these emails and they're constantly reminding me of that time when I was ready and looking to buy a property. But now I look at it, eventually I will be ready again and it's in the future. But it has this air of, oh, well, you can't do it now because it's not for you right now. It doesn't hit me with self-loathing, but it, it takes my mind off the task that I'm doing into something that's in the world of I'm not enough. So I unsubscribed to like Bell Property, LJ Hooker, Cam Burton, R.T. Edgar, Marshall White, like every single one I just unsubscribed because if I want to find them, I will. I don't need that juju in my inbox when I'm trying to do like deep work or move myself forward. I don't need that to basically pull me back. So that was something else that I did for myself. The classic like unfollow people, da da da, yes, totally done that before. And I've also muted a couple of my own contacts that put out a lot of stuff, but I don't necessarily want to see it because of like the comparison piece. Um, there are a couple of creators that I just adore and they're friends of mine, but when they get chosen to do work or I've pitched on something that they pitched on, or they're really good at showing themselves on set and I'm not like, there's some things that I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to mute them for a week and see how I feel. Trust me. I feel great. (laughs) They don't know who they are. And I don't think that the ones that they would think that that's them, they would even know that it's them. So it's fine. But that's the digital side of this declutter. So I just want to challenge you to think about your inbox and who you follow even like that, because I am doing so much more like deep work, especially now that I've stopped subscribing to the like 10,000 followers in three months and the, hey, join me for this webinar. Let's skyrocket your engagement and all of that. I know how to skyrocket engagement, but no, I don't really want to sign up for that webinar that is at 4 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I'm good. And the stuff that you were going to show me in that slide deck, I already know. I just have to put it into motion. So don't make me feel bad about myself that I'm not achieving those results because that's clickbait and it baited me. But not only did it just bait me, it made me feel shit about myself. So I'm unsubscribing. Marketers' jobs are to get you in and to emotionally twist you so that you become their customer. I don't want to be emotionally manipulated to not feel like I'm good enough, therefore, to spend my money with you. And I wasn't going to spend anyway, to be honest. I just wanted to see what you're up to and what what you were preaching. But in the meantime, while I'm watching what you're preaching, please don't make me feel shit about myself and shit about my job and like I'm not doing a good enough job in this beast landscape that is social media. I've been told a hundred times that I should reboot courses and I should go down that path. Great. I probably will eventually. And if anyone's listening to this and I need specific help, I'm not cutting myself off from offering services. Please reach out if you do need my help. I'd love to help you. But the actual act of online education is a trillion dollar industry by 2023. La, 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 la. Like, just relax. 
I don't want to put out a course, do a webinar, do all this stuff right now. I want to eventually, and I want to get back into the education space because I really do think I have a lot to offer there, but not right now. And the overwhelm of this stimulation is so real to me that I'm exhausted. And when I'm focusing on one task and then I get derailed because that hits my inbox, it's really toxic. And I have to look at the emotions that are actually coming with that action of something like that coming into my inbox, like launch your course now, like let's go fire rocket emoji, blah, blah, blah. I'll get there eventually, but I'm not subscribing, literally subscribing to that right now. So we're out. (laughs) The physical and the emotional is a really interesting piece that I've only really recently discovered. So I have this brand called Remy and Remy is a a brand that I started in 2017. It started with charcoal nudes because I was in an emotionally abusive relationship and I wanted to get back to the female form because I felt very uncomfortable in my curves and in my body. I was bullied a lot in the relationship for my body and I needed to fall back in love with it. So I was drawing nudes, put them online. Someone said, oh my God, I'd buy that. Um, The Saatchi and Saatchi other art fair popped up. I applied, got in. It was very validating. I took a punt on it, went to the other art fair. Then I started drawing on drawing the, the nudes on um, linen because I wanted them to feel really sensual and it was an experiment. It was a great outcome, so then I started to do that. The women that had the nudes, a lot of them put them in their bedrooms and the way that they were drawn was not something that you would look at and be like, I don't look like that. They were drawn in a way that it was a body part that everybody has, therefore celebrated. And you would look at it and enjoy it rather than have any any ounce of self-loathing. So it came to be that I would have linen offcuts. I took them to my tailor. She made linen scrunchies. One of my best girlfriends, Bridget, is still at Mecca to this day. I showed her the scrunchies. Conversation started with Mecca. I started to sell the scrunchies direct to consumer. Mecca never happened. Uh, then the nudes, the scrunchies, I got Sage involved because I was getting really into that space and Remy became just like this self-care brand. I started doing pearl anklets because I just loved them Um, and I was about to embark on this really cool embroidery project with Remy and tablecloths for this year. This was around the same time that I decided that I was going to relaunch the podcast, Double Down, We're Going Hard. And I was onboarding Molly, who is my new assistant, and she is unbelievable. I know she's going to listen to this, so shout out to Molly. I adore you, and I think you know that. I was onboarding Molly and explaining everything to her, and the world of Cinematom, social strategy, video, process the podcast, creativity sat here, and then we're about to onboard her into Remy, and she said, where does Remy fit into all of this? And it didn't fit. So I took the weekend and I thought about it. The podcast means more to me than Remy does. And I don't want to invest less time in the podcast and invest more time in Remy to have both businesses be lackluster. I want to go all in on myself, my own directing career, Cinematom, my strategy ability and process the podcast. I don't want to have to keep looking to the right or left and be like, oh, fuck, I've got to do that thing for Remy today. Oh, God, okay, Remy. Oh, okay, whatever. And it was an 
I'm one of those people that ha I have a really easy time monetizing my um, hobbies or abilities um, because it just comes quite naturally to me. So I started embroidery as like a thing to help with anxiety and wind down the day instead of looking at my phone because um, Kmart's highest engagement is at like 8.30, 9.30 p.m. So I'm often posting at that time and then I will just watch what's happening in the world of TikTok at that hour and it wasn't that great for my mental health. So I started embroidery as a means of putting my phone down and having something else to do while I'm spending time with my boyfriend or I'm whatever. Um, I just got derailed because I broke up with that boy. Anyway, the embroidery piece, I was like, oh, I want to do this. And then I was on GWSN, which is the, the forecasting site. Embroidery is huge. Looked at the numbers, did all the stuff. My mom wanted to help me. There was even an opportunity for my brother to help me pick and pack orders. Like there was this big world of opportunity that hit me when it came to Remy and I was on the train were not on the train I was like metaphorically on the train hustling getting ready talking to manufacturers speaking to embroiderers taking embroidery lessons got an embroidery machine off Facebook marketplace so that I could understand took a couple of sewing lessons like really poured my heart into exploring what it would be like for that business to go and about two weeks ago, I said no. And I called Molly and I was like, it's not happening. And it just made sense. As I unraveled the conversation with her, I was like, I took the weekend and I, I just felt like I would be jeopardizing the potential of what I've really built here and what I'm working towards if I brought another baby into the world being relaunching Remy. Remy still exists. You can DM us. You can look at the nudes. You can get charcoal um, drawings. You can do scrunchies, sage, pearl anklets. It all still exists. And I'm just going to move the site over to Etsy so that it kind of just self-manages and people that are searching literally for that handmade element can find those pieces. Um, I think that that's a better strategy than actually relaunching the business with tablecloths. However, the physical and emotional. I was going to be named Remy. My mother loves the name Remy. And Remy is a really beautiful self-care brand that I'm really proud of. The Instagram is stunning. I love everything to do with it. When I launched it, it was at a really great time in my life. Um, Chloe, who used to help me with Remy, is just the best person alive. So I'm really honored that that brand means a lot. And it meant a lot to a lot of people because they bought the art and now it's hanging in quite a lot of people's homes that I care about and they're looking at that art. So it means a lot to me. However, there is Remy stuff all over my office, all over it, every drawer. There's a Polaroid from Remy 2017. A scrunchie is there. The stickers that I used to put on the thing, a huge roll of um, tissue paper that the orders would have been packed up into, the label maker that does all the stuff, all the shipping labels, the ribbons. We've got all these ribbon that says Remy on it. I'm not closing the business, nor am I selling it. If I got an order from Etsy, cool, I'd pack it. But the clutter that I see on a daily basis of Remy as a beautiful project that I still adore, but what it does to me when I see it, when I'm in a productive space or a space that I've designed to be productive is harmful to the work that I am now focusing on. So that's what I mean when I say the physical and emotional declutter that I'm going through. 
I also have a lot of uh, stuff around me from past relationships that is sitting in a like a little note that says miss you in his handwriting that is sitting next to a bunch of receipts because I just meant to deal with it when I clock that and I read it it, I'm not heartbroken but it enters into me energetically and it's not for the greater good (laughs) I would rather be looking at a that a, at a little post-it that says, get it girl, that I wrote myself. Like, I don't want to see that. So that needs to be stored away. Um, receipts or anything to do with bills, anything that I see makes me feel disorganized and um, underprepared for tax time, I guess. Like I'm ill-equipped to be running this business. I've got cameras and um, film and negatives and different different stuff from different projects and different pieces of camera gear that I have. When I open up the drawer looking for something and I see a camera that I bought that I've never used because I've just been so busy, even that makes me feel like I'm wasteful. So I've either got to store the camera away and remove it to a box that is camera gear that I will one day get to and and put it somewhere that I don't have to look at every day. Or I pick up the fucking camera and I schedule going out and cranking out some content and I play with that camera and I bring it into my world to use on a regular basis. And I've really realized that I am so overstimulated and we all are with EDMs, Instagram, TikTok, this, that, fucking literally brands everywhere. I can't walk down the street without seeing a brand. I can't even look at my own clothes without seeing some sort of motif. Like I'm just trying really hard to neutralize the thought patterns that are coming in because more often than not they're actually manipulating me to feel worse about myself in some way or another so this is a little bit of a challenge like not only is it a declutter to actually free up your space we don't need half the shit we have and yes like cool spring cleaning declutter vibe this all basically like I was already doing a declutter and then the physical side of this has really come to be because the other night I was watching YouTube and this girl came up and she was doing like a 30-day declutter and she basically showed photos of before and after and she stored a lot of stuff like trinkets, cords, little bits, things that she'd been gifted as a YouTuber, notebooks she was eventually going to write in, all this stuff. And kind of like on those shows where, um, where they have like a, oh, like clean up your home, kind of like the home edit or whatever, but a little bit more like they demonize the person because they're like hoarders or whatever. They, because they're like quite unorganized people. All she had like on a huge table, everything that she decided she was going to get rid of. And it was mounds and mounds of stuff. And it's alarming how much we have around us that we're like, oh, I have the space for that, therefore I should have it. Or, oh, that will just be put in a drawer that fits here, therefore it's going to stay with me and be among my surroundings. I don't really want that at all. I don't find that helpful. Basically what I'm going to do is take her 30-day plan, but I'm going to do it in a way that has one day to actually like declutter, pull everything out and make the piles. The next day to take away everything that I don't want. So either bin it, give it away to charity or sell it, put it on marketplace. That's the second day. And then the third day, go out, buy whatever I need to do 
to store it, like a new tub. Do I need this? Okay, how do I workshop this? Do I need like clear little bags for all my cords? Do I need to label that? Whatever. And then the fourth day to put it away, pack it, it's done. We're not coming back to it for a little while. I'm going to do this in literally every single area of my life. And I want to do it even books. I was looking, I've got this book called Nora Webster. I really, really love the author of that, but that is a pretty boring book for where I'm at in my life. I want to be reading like fantastic literature. I want to be offline taking in great stories. Bookshelves, I'm going to give books away. I'm going to make room for new books. (gasps) Shocking. I've got a canvas standing up right now, like a little canvas for a portrait that I used for a Kmart TikTok and it slid behind my mirror because I didn't know what to do with it. I would be forcing myself to paint if I used that. So I want to give that to the salvo so that someone that actually loves painting can pick that up and use it. Like the circular economy of that makes me feel really empowered. And that's what I want to be doing. I've made a little worksheet in case you guys want to download it and do it with me. I am so excited for the creativity that's going to come from me giving myself permission to not think about the things that I'm not doing every day. Like, I'm going to say that again. I'm really happy and I'm excited to remove the stimulus. I'm not saying this again, by the way, because I think I fucked up the line for an editing sake. I'm saying it again because I think it's really powerful. I'm going to remove the stimulus and everything around me that has anything to do with projects from the past or projects that I have an emotional negative connection to, I'm going to store away. I'm blessed with a beautiful storage cage downstairs. Let's go to Kmart and get some tubs and do it. Put it away properly. Do that properly. Because I don't actually think I'm that fatigued or that I have a focus problem. I think I'm overstimulated and I'm letting the world just throw so much at me and it's not healthy and I don't want to do it anymore. So that is where I'm at with the emotional and physical declutter May reset. Yes, my May reset will also have like finances, personal goals, fitness goals, and that kind of stuff involved in it. But this month in terms of a theme, it's going to be a declutter. And I'm really, really excited as I hope that you can tell. Um, I'll put a bunch of like process stuff up on, process of the declutter I mean, up on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. But I just can't wait to have the brain space to dream up new projects and to do them. I think I'm also going to find in this process, which is gonna be interesting, stuff that I never finished. And I'm going to challenge myself to perhaps finish them, which is quite exciting. There's a couple of things that I shot like during lockdown as like passion projects or little things, even if they don't have anywhere to go necessarily as like test shoots or make a blog post on Cinematom, whatever. I'm just excited for this new space. And essentially, I'm going to open the window of my own life and like let a new batch of creativity come in because after this declutter comes new stimulus that I've chosen to come in, which is wild to think about my own potential. And I hope that you guys have kind of thought about this as well. The EDM thing is something that we can literally action right now and is not too overwhelming. I really hope that you can have a think about what was like, what is coming into your life that is no longer something that you're doing, but you're kind of letting hit you in the face anyway, that you can stop. Let me know your thoughts because I'm really keen to know if this like open 
chatty vibe inspired you in any way and if it's something that you are considering getting on board with and joining me on because it's quite profound for me at the moment and what I'm going through and I want to share it with you guys um, in case it's something that you guys are going through too. I will see you next week and I hope that you keep creating.